Welcome to Legends of Greyskull, the podcast that dives deep into the mythology of Masters of the Universe, with your hosts, Matthew Dooch and Sean Scavana. News, reviews, remasterings, and more are just ahead on Legends of Greyskull. Welcome to episode 97 of Legends of Grayskull, the fan podcast where we discuss the history, the mystery, the magic, and mythology of He-Man, She-Ray, Tournia, Theory, Nornor, Primus, New Adventure, Adventures, Ladybird, UK Annuals, Mini Comics, anything and everything you can think of with that He-Man, She-Ra, Masters of the Universe, Princess of Power, that Mattel logo down in the corner. I'm Matthew Dooch, here again with Sean Skavarna. Sean, how are we doing tonight? Wait, that, I was too busy miming, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I am doing okay. How have you been? I've been wonderful. I, uh, good. Ma- made it through the holidays, into the new year. We are good to go. Yeah. Yeah, well, uh, let's say the fifth. So five days into the new year. <laughs> and so far, it's like that whole thing of, how many days and zero accidents on site or whatever. It's like, all right, five days in, zero craziness at least. Absolutely. Absolutely. And that's all we can ask. Yeah. Yeah. One day at a time. (laughs) Well, that's a different podcast. (laughs) Welcome to Legends of One Day at a Time. Just knowing I know what that Watch podcast. I don't even think I know that one other than just the name, so I get more specific remember, there. Yeah, I vaguely remember that one from my childhood. So yeah. It was not must watch TV, I guess. No, no, not at all. <laughs> so get anything exciting? Oh, I and go. since the first of the year, I mean, I know Christmas kind of taps us out and yeah. we're trying to get through, but yeah, anything, probably nothing. You haven't had anything picked up for a while, so. Nah, nah. It, basically, uh, Christmas for me was, I, I at least got the gift card uh, for Store Horseman, so that will nice. be being used in, in the Somebody next- loves you. Yeah, a couple weeks. Yeah, my mommy, she does love me, though. So that's all there we you go. Um, But I also managed to snag. Because I'm rebuilding. This is 2023 is the year of rebuilding in a lot of ways for both me and my family. I managed to get these guys in the mail yesterday. Nice. For the audio listeners, these are the two packs of the first movie Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle NECA figures. And um, so Donnie, Leo, uh, Raph, and Mikey. And I managed to get those uh, off Mercari. I think I got them after the New Year. So, yeah, these are some of my first 2023 gains. And then this guy showed up on my doorstep yesterday. Yeah, baby! Look at you! All thunder-punched out while I got the old-school, traditional, classic version right here. So, yeah. The the Mondo Deluxe He-Man. 
We both ended up getting one of each. So there you go. <laughs> yeah, see, I had to go Thunder Punch. Number one, I think it is amazing. Yeah. Um, and two, I'm like, if there's one variant Sean's not going to put his in, it's going to be <laughs> Thunder Punch. I've been thinking so. about it because it's really, I mean, I'll, I'll say it. Thunder Punch is pretty sexy. I, I was very surprised how much I actually like Thunder Punch with this, but a, a huge hangup for Thunder Punch for me as a kid was I just didn't like that he was stuck in that crouching, like swiveled position all the time. You know, yeah. it, it, it's like I just wanted my He Man just look at people straight and all that stuff. So being able to do this makes that version way more appealing to me for the first time in my life. Yeah, no, I I agree. Like, but it was always a visually striking difference in just the details that Mondo has done, like on these accessories. Like Thunder Punch really jumps out with all the Absolutely. texture and everything in the gears, the the texture under, mm-hmm. you know, the harness there. Mm-hmm. They they went full translucent with the power sword, the punchy effect. Yeah, you know. And what head did you do? I didn't pay attention. I did the I did the greatest. Yeah, see, you have the opposite of me even on that one because this the 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 serious face or the I don't know what you want to call this one, but the just you know serious face, not the yeah. not the angry face. I really like this. This is yeah the the this it's it's a really 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 nicely done representation of he man like. Um, we've had that talk before about how difficult it is to capture that that feeling and that vibe of He-Man. Like, Origins could not pull it off. In my opinion, Classics did with the Ular second head, the the um, the more vintage-esque head that the Horseman did. But um, if you're going to sidestep it completely, this is the head that, to me, is like, yeah, that's... Very much it works. No, I, I agree. I like both the heads. Um, lots of, tons of options. Because mm-hmm. that's the thing. So far we've, I put Thunder Punch, you did regular, there's Battle Armor too. But yeah. really you can mix and match in there. And mm-hmm. come up with something even really unique, you know. Uh, and that'll be interesting to play around with. Yeah. I'm actually thinking at some point maybe even having him go uh, bracerless because that was the Alcala mini comics take. And there has always been a part of me that wanted that on a figure, and we've never gotten that except if you want to count Ular. And, you know, you have to pop and swap the arms on that one. But this one is just not. Just take off the hand, take off the bracer. You got like an old school Alcala version if you want to go there. So, nope, I completely agree. It's an amazing figure. Uh, we'll definitely get more in depth of him uh, on another episode because we can spend yeah. a whole episode just on Mondo again. How, how, uh, I, I guess the only question I'll ask uh, before we move on how is the QC for you? Because I know that's been a huge thing online right now. Everything worked out? Yep. 
No, he's he's definitely solid. I'm good. <laughs> Sweet. So let's get into the meat of the episode here. Obviously, we're looking back as we're moving into 2023. You know, our our anniversary is just a few days away. We published our first episode on January 9th of 2020. So today is January 5th when we're recording. So almost to the day. That's pretty nuts. <laughs> yeah. And we will have we will have a anniversary contest coming up. We're not going to reveal that today because I didn't get to it. So, but we know what we're doing. Mm-hmm. There's going to be some fun stuff. You guys are going to have some fun with it. I can't wait to see what you guys come up with. But for today, looking back, 2022, uh, currently on YouTube, we are at 942 subscribers, you know, uh, three years. That's great. Mm-hmm. And I take a lot of blame for our little bit of a lull this year uh, because of everything that went on with me personally. We've been over it already, but we definitely had a dip there uh, where we were only putting out an episode every couple months. But we're going to look forward to a strong 2023. So, Sean, what do you think our most viewed episode of 2022 was? 2022? Um, I... Ugh. Let's see. I'm trying to remember what we did in 2022. 2022 is is becoming the lost year for me, even though 2020 for a lot of people was because I'm looking back on what did they what did we do? What happened? And I can't remember. Um, let me guess. I had probably something with Jesse on it because now he's like on fire with everything with the cabal and all that stuff lately. That's. A very good guess. Very guess wrong. What episodes? Well, all right. There you go. <laughs> a very good guess. So our most viewed episode of 2022 was published on April 6th, 2022. Okay. And that was Legends of Grayskull, episode 86, Sean's Excellent Adventure. Wow. Okay. Did not expect that to be the one. Do you remember what Sean's excellent adventure was? Sean's excellent adventure was me going to visit the um, the Four Horsemen Studios in New Jersey and do an intern for the day for the first time last yep. year. Yeah. And you didn't tell a damn soul. <laughs> I couldn't tell a you damn dirty- soul. Dirty dog. You can if you if you get to be Jesse and I had to find (laughs) out by seeing a picture posted by somebody on the on the cabal. I think it was and like, hey, who's that bald in the corner? (laughs) It was well that that was that was the thing. Like, if you ever get to be in a room with Walter Hagen, go up to him and give him as much shit as you want. Because I was told by him I'm not to tell anybody, and I did not want to screw up my trip. I did not want to screw up my chances of doing that because I did not expect to ever be able to do it again. 
I thought this was my one and only, and I'm not going to ruin it. And you and Jesse would have been the first two I would have told. And I was like, this sucks. Like, I'm sitting there going, I can't say a word. <laughs> oh, boy. Oh, that was a good episode. <laughs> uh, and actually followed by that was our uh, CGI He-Man Season 2 review. Oh, okay. Uh, that that wouldn't surprise me. I can see why everyone would be on Sean's Excellent Adventure. But with the crap CGI has gotten, especially the second season, mm-hmm. um, I think we all can agree that was kind of the weaker part of it, even though I loved the thing all the way through. Mm-hmm. And, and I, I'd only say that was only weaker, only for maybe one to two episodes out of the batch. The right. rest were, like, still going strong. So... It's like, no, I'll, take, I'll take saying something's weaker if there's only one or two episodes I'm okay with versus, yeah. you know, but, but no, like it, that, it, that's cool. I, I like the people uh, wanted to come on and, and check that out because we are, I'd say out of anybody out there, we're probably the podcast. that's like, look at this thing, check it out. It's really fun. It's great. The spirit is there. And for anybody who hasn't, uh, given it a chance, hopefully maybe that episode or other episodes we've done talking about it, they're like, you know what, maybe I will give it a shot. So. Nope, for sure. For sure. Um, and then... Oh, yeah. And then on the audio side, uh, 13,000 downloads. Wow. Uh, wow. Main audience comes from the United States, Canada, the UK, France, and Hungary. France. Those are our top uh, countries in the past year. Mm -hmm. That's actually reminding me of something. Let me see. Wait, hang on. Nope. Still up to the same number. I'm sorry. My apologies. I was in the last month. In the last year, our top countries are the United States, Singapore, oh. Germany, what? Canada, and the UK. <laughs> wow. Yep. Singapore. Singapore. Yep. Hello, people Singapore. in Singapore. I did not know that if you were giving us the time of day. That's pretty crazy. <laughs> Thank you for listening. (laughs) And what app do you think most people listen to us on? Probably the Apple one that you hate. (sighs) Yes, you have all disappointed me again with 44.95% of the downloads are through Apple yeah, it's a thing. It's a thing. <laughs> That's what I listen to. I, like it, it, the other day, it was funny. My wife and I were talking about that because she was having some trouble with the app, and so was I. But we're both like, but we hate all the other options. We want to keep it on this one. <laughs> we're so programmed to that one now. So yeah, because I've tried other ones. I've tried um, Podomatic and a few others, and I don't know. After a while, that I don't one care for Podomatic. Pot of me. Pot was me crazy. So, 
and then on our audio side, what was our most listened to episode? Of last year? Um, I'll say probably, let, let's just do one of the CGI reviews. Because we did two of uh, Yeah, I think we did two of them because there was two. Season two so and season three. All three. Uh, probably was just a uh, season one hit in fall of 2021. I want to say, yeah, that's right. And then 22, we got in the in the spring, we got one, and then in the fall, we got the next one. Yep. But no, audio listeners, not so much. Okay. This one was a Jesse Arnold with uh, a Will White and a Curtis Ackerman. Oh, I know that yep. one. Yep, number episode 93, our Legion's Con 2022 recap, published on November 12, 2022. That was our most downloaded. And I felt bad for you on that one because out of everybody there, you were the only person who wasn't able to go. So you just had to listen to the stories instead of being the stories. Yes, keep rubbing it in, Skavarna. Not rubbing it in. I said I felt bad. I did not say I'm rubbing it in. Uh, and second was a revelation one of our revelation ones Uh, that's right So, part two came out last year didn't it that's Mm -hmm. right Mm -hmm. yeah see I'm complete 2022 it's almost like you you dig through a, a foot locker in your bedroom and you realize all this crap that you didn't realize you still had is still in there and you're like that's that year no freaking way right right and that's the thing so that takes us right into our best of and like you I kind of feel that this year was like there wasn't as much as I felt there was looking back. A lot of the stuff trying to compile this list, I'm looking up, it actually was 2021 or, you know, I don't know, even the Marvel TV shows like 2020 and 2021, like they were just everywhere. Mm -hmm. And then last year we only got a handful Mm-hmm. We got no Mandalorian. Yeah. You know, we got, there's a lot of shows my wife watches that kind of took a year off. And that seems to be more the norm, especially with streaming. Like where these shows take two years to put mm-hmm. out a season. Yeah. And it's kind of weird, especially the way we grew up. You know, if, if a show didn't come back the following year, it's done. Yeah. Like rare. There was those rare cases where a show would take a couple year hiatus, but it was very, very rare. Mm-hmm. Most of them, it's like, oh, they didn't come back in the fall. It's it's gone. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I I mean, again, like, I mean, we we ended up. I think last year was Book of Boba Fett for Star Wars yeah. and, and Obi Wan and some of that stuff, and and there were there were moments here and there, but. Yeah, I'm, I'm missing the. That's probably why they made the the back end of uh, Book of Boba Fett Mandalorian 
or 2.1 or whatever, because it, he took over that show from the middle of it on. And you were more invested in him showing up than what was, uh, what Boba Fett was up to. But, um, yeah, like the fact that I forgot revelation part two came out and then we didn't get one, but two seasons of uh, CGI last year. Right. So, you know, what's funny too is last night, um, I was down here until about one in the morning playing around with the Mondo figure, just getting like, I, I had a little bit of an issue with the one knee being a little loose. I was trying to see if I could solve that. And, um, it, it really had me going like, man, I, I kind of want to watch He-Man before I go to bed now. It, it really got me in the mood to yeah. at least watch something. So I ended up putting on the final episode of revelation because good one. It, yep. it, I, and, and I'm watching it going, I will probably need to rewatch this from beginning to end at some point this year again. And it's like, there's still things that bug me about it, but watching that last episode, just sitting there going, all the He-Man bits are great. Like, I really, really want to see more from I know revolution. They promised it'll be He-Man and Skeletor centric. So it is really making me more excited for what they're going to do next. And then on top of that, um, I, I'm, I'm going to say it to this day. Dude, Chris Wood as freaking He-Man is awesome. I absolutely yeah. love what he does with that role every time I hear him talk. And, I mean, he's the one getting to bellow half of those lines. And he does not look – he doesn't sound like he's shy in that sound booth for a second. He just goes for it. Oh, it's, uh, I love it. That guy. That guy's like – he I, – I know a lot of people are looking at Mark Hamill or – uh, Tony Todd or some of those people, but it's like, he's like the MVP of that show for me a lot of the time. No, I agree. And it's, uh, I definitely am curious to see more of it. Um, mm-hmm. There's definitely, there's definitely a couple. I, I mean, I'll throw it out. I, I think Sarah Michelle Geller needs to go. I think they need to recast uh, Tila. I, I just I I never really felt like she got there, you know. Not that she's a bad actress, just I don't feel she was hitting Tila. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Um, I agree with that. Um, uh, for me, at least, like that whole last uh, the the two the second part. The whole um, it, it, the the phrase that a lot of people have been using for a while since the last Jedi came out is subverting expectations. Yeah, and that last the last five episodes did that, and it did it in the same way that pissed me off in Last Jedi, where I'm like, why are we suddenly worried about Evil Lynn doing all this craziness when it should have just been flat out Adam versus Skeletor, and he. Yeah. He's trying to to you know get the wrangle the power back from Skelegod instead of us going down this whole existential nihilistic uh, viewpoint that she has, and then we have to deal with that for how many episodes and still lose traction on the final battle between He Man and Skeletor in this one. So that's sure, still but at the at the same time, and I agree. Trust me, I I agree. But at the same time, I also really like the uh, 
Adam and Skeletor having to team up. Because, mm-hmm. I mean, we've seen – and that's probably about the only pairing that we never seen, right? True. Because we've seen He-Man and Skeletor, you know, they had to stop Evil Seed. They had to team up against yeah. Shagora. You know, they uh, – Hordak, when he showed up, like, we've seen that. I thought that the Adam Skeletor, where Skeletor actually views Adam as like, you know, hey, you're actually an equal – Mm-hmm. And you know that that was fun, mm-hmm. and then of course everything with you know uh, curse your sudden but inevitable betrayal Skeletor type mm-hmm. of stuff and everything. Mm-hmm. Like, and so it's kind of weird for me looking back because it's like I agree the Evelyn motivation I could have done without, but mm-hmm. I like the Adam Skeletor He Man threads. That came out of that. I, I can agree with that to an extent, but I think instead of Evelyn, it would have been so much more interesting for at least for me to have it be here's their version of the Horde, yeah. and they already went after Grace. Like I'm almost picturing like Eternity where they've gone after Grayskull, they've gotten the power, they're ta- they're locking down Grayskull and all that stuff because they overwhelmed everybody yeah. and. That it's like Adam and Skeletor are trying to still get the power back so he can be He-Man and they can go double head against Hordak. That would have been so much more compelling than this whole thing with Evil and discovering there's there's nothing. There's nothing. It's like oh god, we're gonna go. It's like okay, she's a she's a goth chick. All right, let's do this. <laughs> let's play some Bauhaus and go for it. Why not? Bella Lugosi's dead people, but. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm still at this point we never got Eternity War in animated form and I really thought we were going to get it for a while there mm-hmm. with you know DC publishing He-Man yeah. and that's when the new 52 animated universe was going strong yeah. I mean they were releasing those Justice League movies it felt like once every few months following mm-hmm. the new 252 saga then He-Man crosses over with New 52 Justice League, and I'm like, all right, like, they're going to do this. They're going to do, you know, Justice League versus Masters of the Universe, and that'll kind of be the test. And if mm-hmm. that animated movie goes good, then we'll get our Eternity War mm-hmm. animated movie spinning out of that. Maybe even they do the Despara storyline as well. You know, truncated, edited, edited. Yeah, but like I could still see him doing a movie dealing with that Despara comic arc and the Horde invasion, yeah. and then two movies in Eternity War, and like I just, it just it really felt like they were trying to set that up at the time. Mm-hmm. And I, I'd be curious to talk to people behind the scenes to see if they would confirm it or not. But it definitely feels like it was at least a thought in these creators' minds. I would have loved that. I, I, as much as I'm not a huge fan of, you know, like we've had that talk a couple times. Like, you know, that I didn't mind the Thundercats Masters as much as you did and stuff. But it's like I, I never I, finished I am, it. So, well, I, I'm just tired of that because I feel Masters can more than hold its own to tell a story. Yeah. But to have them reintroduce it, almost it's almost like in the media. Here's our chance to do it. 
like we did back in the day where Superman versus He-Man, let's have the the DC universe bring back He-Man into the limelight again in that way. That would have been a really cool. I mean, right. uh, the, just a couple nights ago, I ended up putting on um, the Justice Society World War II movie. The and New I'm, Frontier? No, Justice Society of America uh, World War II. It's it's got. Um, oh, is that where Flash it, goes back the, the in time? Flash, Flash ends up going back in time, and he actually it, it isn't even back in time. He ends up in like a param, parallel dimension where Superman never got to become Superman, but Superman's in World War II. He's just not Superman yet, and all this stuff. And and so he meets up with like Wonder Woman. Jay Garrick, Flash, Our Man, Hawkman, Black Canary, and I'm just sitting there. It was a great movie, and and like to think, you know, if they could have also intertwined Masters into that somehow, yeah. you know, because a lot of their stuff, if you if you give it a chance, it really is great compared to. I mean, no offense, but the movies are not really doing much for me, except for a couple of uh, a couple of options. So I mean, the live have, action. Yeah, the live action ones aren't doing much. I mean, you like I, I'm okay with Wonder Woman. You you like Shazam, mm-hmm. um, but but like when it comes to here's all these characters, they're all colorful. They're the way that you wanted them to be represented. Yeah, those animated movies are just perfect. Yeah, they're much better, and and that's honestly the way. I know a lot of people got upset when DC did the Justice League Masters crossover, but I was like. It's getting people who wouldn't pick up a He-Man book to pick up a He-Man book. Yeah. Like, and that's that's the long and shorter. Like, you could cut that whole thing basically out, and it would not affect the rest of the run. Mm-hmm. Um, but it there is some there there is some good story in there, and they do advance some plot points. But for the most part, you could excise it. Nothing matters. But at the same time, it's just getting people back to Eternia. And that's the only reason I say they would have done that movie first. If they did it, was that same reason. Like, we know we can sell a Justice League anime. People are going to buy this. But let's get back to actual 2022 and not our alternate universe that flash it wouldn't it wouldn't be us if we didn't have those moments on these episodes it's just that simple fair enough fair (laughs) enough so we did take a look back at 2022 we got a few categories we've also got some people who uh did their own i put it out there to the groups uh i had quite a few people respond but we'll go through ours first so we've got one, two, three, four, five, six, seven categories here. Our first category is our favorite movie of 2022. And this was hard. I This is one where, like we were saying, I started looking back and like, you know what? There really wasn't a lot. Um, but I'll start it off first. For me, my favorite movie going back was Sonic the Hedgehog 2. Oh, I almost put that on mine. <laughs> yeah. I was just, I, this close. It was the first one that popped into my... When I just thought back, like, what movie did I really enjoy watching? It was one of the first mm-hmm. that popped to mind, and then I verified that it was 2022, and I'm like, you know what? That's that's my first instinct. I'm going with it. That's the one mm-hmm. that popped into my head first. 
Um, and it was a lot of fun. And it was it was a great sequel. And I felt that they really took the Sonic story into a level I didn't think they were going to with Jim Carrey fully committing to the Dr. Robotnik, Eggman, you know. Mm-hmm. He was always Robotnik growing up. I'm sorry. He was always yeah. Robotnik to me. My son uh, but correct me the, on that. The giant mech and everything else, like, you know, the Chaos Emerald, Knuckles, Tails. I'm like, mm-hmm. it's that moment. It's like they, they went there. You know, mm-hmm. they actually... The first one was still a little bit of that, like, how do we do Sonic in our world? And this one was just like, all right, now let's do Sonic. Mm-hmm. No, the, both of those movies are, I, I'm, I'm shocked to admit this, but both of those movies are great. I, oh, yeah. I, I, I was never a Sonic kid. I was always Mario and Nintendo growing up. And my son ends up being the one to go, hey, Sonic, hey, Sega, and all this. And now I, I know more about Sonic than I ever expected to. In both of those movies, I was shocked how entertained I was. And I'd laugh. And, I mean, there's there's a moment in Sonic 2 in particular that it must have been how my mom saw me when Hot Rod finally got the Matrix at the end of Transformers. Yeah. The movie. Because there's this moment that happens where... Uh, I, I won't ruin it for anybody who hasn't seen it, just in case. But but there was a moment where my son almost jumped out of his seat cheering, and I even was like, "Oh my god, they went there! That is so cool!" It, I was so happy for him because yeah. he was so excited by that moment. So, um, sure. and both of my kids, they they both are excited to go see those movies. So, um. All right, what was your movie? All right, well. I, I've already warned Matt and I'll warn uh, our listeners. I I could not nail down a precise this movie or this show or whatever the the subject is because or the category is because 2022 for me was just a hodgepodge of weird to me. So for best movie and I forgot this movie came out in 2022. I thought it was 2021. I have a tie of. The Batman okay. and Glass Onion, which just came out at the end of 2022 on Netflix. I have not seen that yet, but I loved Knives Out. Knives Out was Me and my wife haven't had a chance to watch. I, I need to sit down and rewatch it from the beginning to end because I've seen it in chunks just based on what, when I've been able to sit and watch it. But I really get a kick out of uh, Daniel Craig in those oh, yeah. movies because uh, he is so like I'm so used to him being James Bond at this point in his career he's done that role for so long and he he has that steely-eyed cold-blooded killer look all the time in those movies and then you see him as this detective in the Knives Out and the the um, Glass Onion movie and Stein it, it's just so it's so fun to see him putting in these little like character quirks in, into this, uh, I forget his name off the top of my head, unfortunately, but I, I just uh, enjoy his character. Blanc? Let me look it up real quick. I do have my phone. But it's I, do, I do enjoy him in these movies. And then, um, and then I have, I have not seen the Batman yet. So I haven't seen either of yours yet, which is why neither of them even had a chance at making that. You, you're right. But, 
Ben Benoit Blanc. That's it, Benoit, Benoit Blanc. Blanc. And and uh, the Batman. Uh, that was. It's not a perfect. It, like there is never ever a perfect Batman movie, in my opinion. And granted, I don't like Batman enough to need a perfect movie. I've been yeah. okay with a majority of what's been out, but that movie in particular was the first time where I'm like, this is serious. And I love it for that reason. It felt so real world compared to even what Nolan did. Cause yeah. Nolan, Nolan almost sucked the fun out of some of that stuff for me at points. And this one, it kept in that nor feel. It just kept in this, this, um, like the darkness and it had like jump scares in it for the first time. And, um, I actually really enjoyed the Riddler in it. So, ironically, since you and I do a podcast together and I call you the Riddler, um, right. but but yeah, it, it it just it surprised me that they were taking it that seriously, and it surprised me that they managed to keep that feel through. I'd say probably nine tenths of the movie, maybe eight, maybe maybe four fifths of the movie. The ending kind of petered out for me on, on a little bit of it because it started almost touching into the Nolan idea of he's an aspiring character then. And I still like the idea Batman should just be something that scares the living bejesus out of you in the shadows at night. He, That's always going to be my Batman. Um, it's like, you know, Kevin Conroy being the gold standard, but my Batman will always be that, like, the force and the darkness that if you didn't do something wrong, you don't have to worry about it. Oh dear God, you just saw Batman that freaking messed <laughs> you up for the rest of the month or whatever, you know? So I'll definitely, I'll definitely watch it at some point. I just haven't yet. That one's like almost three hours. Yeah. If I remember right. Yeah. Buckle up for that one. Yeah. That'll be, <laughs> yeah. Maybe once the kids go back to school. There you go. All right, next category, our best television show, or favorite television show. Again, see, I put favorite on a lot of these because mm-hmm. I'm like you. I don't want to say this is like the best or the greatest or whatever, but it's like this is the one that did it for us personally. So, Sean, mm-hmm. you take this one. What is your TV show of 2022? Well, again, I, I guess it's because it's 22. I doubled it up. It is what it is. Uh, the first <laughs> The first... now, our viewers, are you surprised that Sean could not pick a favorite? I could not. Well, I've got my five favorites here. Yeah. Uh, I will discuss them in chronological order. As the directors are ready to think. Um, at least I got two, and that's all I'm going to give you. Um, so I think, I think the first one that I remember uh, from 2022 was Peacemaker. I was completely shocked by that show and how much I was enjoying the hell out of it. And the other one for me, and it was it was flat out like must watch, was Stranger Things season four, parts one and part two. Okay. So uh, no no offense to the He Man. Obviously, we are a He Man podcast, and it's like we've already covered those. I'm trying to like dig into things that aren't necessarily our normal playground to. to do the list with this time around. Yeah, I gotta, I gotta agree with you. Peacemaker, that was definitely the show. It took me by surprise. <laughs> I had to watch it every week uh, before it came. You know, 
like that was one I was watching as soon as it came out. I didn't want to get spoiled. I didn't want, you know, it always left me with questions. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, that, that one was theme a lot song, of fun. Um, that, that theme song was just freaking... <laughs> I, it, it's like, I, I would watch it mostly at Jesse's place because we used to get together on right. Saturday nights. And, and he's like, do you want me to, to skip it? I'm like, don't you dare. I'm like, I gotta hear that song every freaking week when I show up. Because, oh. I will say, my wife watched the entire show with me. She still says she wasn't sure what she watched, but she watched it. <laughs> it, was, it was intriguing enough for her to keep coming back. But she always would try and get me to skip it. She was, she's like, I, I've seen it. I'm good. If we could just skip it, I'm like, nope. Got it. It's going no. Do you really? Do you really want to taste it? I'm telling you, man. I mean, like, you've got, and especially the dance. It's not even just the song, but the freaking choreography of that whole intro was just something special. And uh, I mean, the characters that ultimately didn't even really make a damn bit of difference to that. Oh, how was it? The ninja guy. Oh, like, uh, Judo Master. Yeah, I thought he was going to be prominent because I'm like, he's literally on Peacemaker's shoulders Yeah, in the intro. Like, this guy's going to be... And then he's got, like, two scenes in the entire show. But he like, needs to live in hell out of everybody in those scenes. Yeah. It would amuse me. And and any time that he and Vigilante would, would team up, yeah. you know that's a good episode because, my God, Vigilante is such a... He's such a stupid... <laughs> <laughs> but and, and when he went when he went undercover in into the prison to deal with his father and all that stuff and, and he's like oh, I think it just made it worse like yeah because you do everything that it ends yes. up making it worse and um yeah I I honestly like with with all the big turnover right now that's happening over at Warner Brothers Discovery or whatever it's called and there's a lot of people who are like oh James Gunn but then and it's like. The, the dude managed to make me want to watch a show about a character that I would not have given two whatever's about a couple years ago. And he managed to make a better movie out of a movie that was horrible yeah. and come up with a sequel that made it actually a good from beginning to end story. Not to mention the fact that he does do that stuff where he'll throw, like you said about Judo Master... Yeah. Well, in the in the beginning of su- the Suicide Squad, all the people that you knew were going to show up end up being gunned down in the first ten minutes. You're like Nathan Fillion, you're yeah. dead, <laughs> Captain Boomerang, you know. And from that point on, it, it, you still have this crazy ass movie, and it it just worked for me. I, I enjoyed that so much more than I would have expected. Fair enough. All right. Now we get into a little bit of Masters action. Ah. So we got the best Masterverse. Did you do your your TV show? I was Peacemaker as well. Oh, you were Peacemaker as well. Okay, I was just double checking. Apparently I just completely lost track on that one. All right, sorry. I was so busy thinking about James Gunn and DC. He's just like, everything else is gone. So my best Masterverse figure of 2022. Well, a few I picked. I was also looking back and I'm like, man, I haven't picked up a lot of figures mm-hmm. this year. And I don't, I 
really know why. There's a lot of great figures out there. Mm-hmm. Um, but the, the best for me is my CGI Skeletor. Mm-hmm. I just, I really, I'm, I'm loving the CGI show. I feel this is a great use of the Masterverse system and giving you a hyper-articulated version of this cartoon that is true to the cartoon. Uh, it's just amazing. Yeah. Yeah, for Masterverse, um, I'd say the, the, the ones that got me the most excited in 2022 are the CGI He-Man, CGI Skeletor. And I've yet to even see them anywhere locally. So I haven't even yeah. been able to pick them up yet. So, and then I was like, well, if I, if I went with one that I've seen, then it would be New Attorney of Beastman, hands down. Cause that thing yeah, is, that, that is such a great looking figure. And, um, that, that is so much more like the version of Beastman I always hoped for. So I love that they went there. And yeah, the, the fact that he's huge and the last figure, mm-hmm. sweet. No, that is a good one. And there, there's a lot of good Masterverse. It was hard for me, but I'm like... And honestly, the only reason I didn't go He-Man as well is because I haven't been able to find He-Man yet. Sure. I've only been able to get the Skeletor. Mm-hmm. He also fits the Mondo armor very well. <laughs> That's hysterical. <laughs> Who's laughing now, He-Man? Now, that should have been Skelegod right there. <laughs> there's Skelegod. <laughs> Oh, all right. Next up, we've got our best origins figure of 2022. It is. And for two guys who aren't even on that line, it's going to be fun. But I, I, I'm going to go and pick it. Um, I'm really happy that they put out the 2000XC man in that line. Yeah. Because it, it, it just showed that is not the... It, it, I hate that everybody looks at that as the scapegoat of what made Masters, at least Mattel, what made Masters fail. So them bringing that back almost is like an apology in a certain amount of words to me. And uh, for me being so big on 2000X, it's like, yeah, that that meant something to me that you're not right. pushing that under the rug anymore. Yeah, and uh, we're going to get into how big of a failure 2000X really is in a later episode this year. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I agree. And I kind of got the same answer. I cheated a little <laughs> bit. And I picked the four-pack anniversary uh... Origins set. So I could get the 2000X, the new adventures, yeah. and the CGI along with that kind of filmation-y inspired one. Mm. Um, I I do think that's a wonderful set. I still stand by that it's overpriced, but it's definitely one that I would love to pick up for someday. I'm still watching. They've still got them in stock. I was hoping for a, really? a Black Friday sale or something, and it never wow. came, but... I didn't um, realize... I haven't checked recently, stock. but I know I che- around Black Friday, Cyber Monday... I was checking because I'm like, well, if you're gonna clearance um like mm-hmm. now's the time. But it's a beautiful set, beautiful packaging. Again, a great looking CGI. The 2000X is great to see. New adventures. I love that that's 
getting some love, you know. Mm-hmm. So, uh, yep, still in stock. I could pick up two right now, one hundred and fifty dollars. Oh. If that would, honestly, just a hundred. If that dropped to a hundred, I I would pick up the pick. twenty five a figure for an exclusive figure, mm-hmm. Chrome weapons. I'd be all over it. I just mm-hmm. I can't justify one fifty for that where I'm at. But it's a beautiful pack, and it's got my vote for best work. Uh, oh, it's a fun one. Favorite pickup of 2020. This one, I actually didn't think of that one. Um, I'll go pickup. first then. Yeah, go for it because I'm going to need a second. Mine is my Jesse Arnold Customs. He made me a custom fuzz one from the Mythic Legions. Uh, beautiful green armor, a wonderful paint job, and then also who has become his steed. Um, I didn't necessarily mean it that way originally, but just because of the color scheme, uh, mm-hmm. he repainted a Stridor from the Origins line in more of a realistic steampunk Mythic Legions vibe with the greens, the golds, and the silver. And so, yes, this has become my Fuzz Monks steam. <laughs> I love that it. That is my favorite pick. It's just mm-hmm. the fact that Jesse did it. He's amazingly talented. It's my one of a kind. Um, yeah, definitely, definitely my Fuzz Monk and his steam. So I got to come up with a name for him. I'm terrible at naming, but people, if people have naming ideas, let me know. Come up with anything? Oh. Did we lose Sean's audio? Yes, we did. Hang on, folks. We'll be right back. All right, we're back, guys. Sorry about that. Uh, I probably should have said it at the top of the episode, but new year, new Legends of Grayskull, and we are using a new program to mm-hmm. host our meeting. So we apologize. I know the audio has not been the best today, but um, yeah, just kind of the growing pains. But we'll get there. Don't worry. We'll get this all fine-tuned and everything. Um, kind of reminds us of our early days. Mm-hmm. Some of those early episodes, the viewers don't know, but some of those even shorter episodes took us a long time. I was on my old laptop then. Yep. And it would like overheat and we'll drop the connection and we'd freeze up and well, <laughs> it's last, not bad as that. So it it wasn't it wasn't this past Christmas, it was uh Christmas of twenty twenty one was when you got stuff to help with the podcast under the Christmas tree, if I remember right, and I got the iPad finally. So it's yeah. like, oh, we have we have these two net uh, two ways of doing this. Yep. But um we're still we're still getting the rest of it. Like uh, I, I still want to get a good microphone and stuff like that anyway. So, oh yeah, that will be well, in twenty two or twenty twenty three. We're always trying to improve, so we're always trying new things, and sometimes that results in this. But Sean, what were you trying to say about my amazing customs that you're so jealous? Of? 
I could uh, like I I did not know you were still looking for a name. So that was uh, I'm like, well, if I would have known that, I I would have been trying to help you, but I'll I'll have that in the back burner now. Thinking, well, what could you name that fuzzmonk? <laughs> I'll post pictures too on our social media. You audio listeners out there can take a look at them as well. So you now you've had a minute to think. Yeah, and it still didn't do much, but I, I'll I'll uh, I'll wing it. Um, so probably my favorite. I have to go with Headless Horseman, I guess, from from oh, nice. Figure Obscura. Good, Good choice. Um, number one, it was a surprise, so there was a lot of people that were really pissed off because, oh, you know, <laughs> how could you do this to me and all this kind of stuff, but, um. That that figure set is right up my alley. I love Halloween. I love legends like that. So uh, it's gorgeous. Uh, I I I can't think of anything that I would look at in that set and go, well, that doesn't match what I would think of it being. No, like the artwork is on point for the packaging. Uh, I mean, Nate Barch being Nate Barch, it's always on point, but. Uh, and then the, the figure itself and the, the reuse of parts to make it work as headless horseman is just mm-hmm. freaking great. And plus it's really cool. They did that where you get a horse with it too. You know, it's not just, here's a figure. You get the whole thing right there. So absolutely. Yeah. I, I, I thought that was a great surprise. I agree. That definitely best pickup worthy. All right. We're getting towards the end. I got off of that. Oh, this is a good one. This was actually your your contribution. <laughs> so our favorite moment of 2022. Mm-hmm. I'll let you take it. Uh, we, we did the episode on it, but my favorite moment still was, I'd say... I'd say that first intern for the day, even though Legion's Con and G-Con and all that in November was really awesome. Um, for me, it was just doing the actual intern for the day the first time and just being there mm. overwhelmed by it all. Like, I, second time around, I still was, but there was something about just going in there and having like that Willy Wonka Chocolate Factory vibe wash over you, seeing all these toys all of these lines that you might have been collecting one way or the other, um, just all the talent on display and stuff. And uh, it, it's like Legion's kind of got to at least hang out with some of the people that I've been talking with online for years now uh, and stuff. But there was something to just me getting to do that on my own and just, yeah, like that, that was, I, I thought that was my one and only. That's the thing. So it made me even special thinking this could be the only time I ever do this in my life. So, yeah. Nice. Yeah, definitely, definitely a great experience. I'm still jealous of that. One day. I hope you get, I hope you win it uh, next year. Let's put it that way. Cause I, I, you need, you would love it. You would appreciate it like crazy. I know you would. You would steal that cyclone. Uh, yes, I would. Cyclone too. It'd be well <laughs> worth it. 
Uh, for me, my favorite moment, I know everyone's sick of hearing about it, but I bought a house mm-hmm. and I got my basement and I'm able to get my stuff set up. And that was mm-hmm. just, I mean, we've worked for it for years, right time, right place, all that. And just all of it coming to fruition, having a place of my own, being able to just be and change in, you know, mm-hmm. whatever I want to do to the place. So it's a big moment. And yes, I am coming along here. Uh, well, that's my son's Mario Kart track he got for Christmas. <laughs> but yes, I got, I got the castle. I got Snake Mountain. I got the case filled. I got the bookcase filled. Um, we're moving right along. Nice. Eventually. Very quickly, everything will be. Building. Very cool. That's. Yeah, I mean, you got to give yourself that moment. I mean, geez, yeah. that when when we bought we bought our house at the end of 2015, and that was like at least a year or two worth of. I bought a house. You know, like that just was still mind blowing to me because I had right. been renting for 20 some years at that point. So, yeah, yeah, it just it's. It's it's huge. It's and and like I said, for the collecting, for able to actually be able to. I mean, Skeletor and Hordak were in their boxes. The mm-hmm. Mondo ones. I put them. You know, I I looked at them when I got them, put them in the boxes, and they sat in a tote. You know, now I got he. They are up. He man's gonna go join them. It's a, it's a it's a whole new era of collecting for me. It's not just like appreciate it and tuck it away. Yeah. It's I get to actually put it out and have it. Exactly. And, I mean, it, it, there is no better feeling than that, as far as I'm concerned. So, absolutely. <laughs> uh, in our last category here, what is our most anticipated release in 2023? What are we looking forward to most? Uh, am I going first or are you going first? Go for it. All right. Um, I, I mean, since since uh, since He Man showed up, I'd say probably Battle Cat, Mondo Battle Cat okay. is has has to be one of my most anticipated ones. Uh, I I am like there is a little bit of nervousness with um, the QC stuff going on, but. I think they're going to rate the ship on that. I'm not worried about that. So going into Battle Cat, I'm I'm feeling strong on this one. Like they're going to do something like pretty much classics was the this is the pinnacle of Battle Cat for me with the way the articulation worked and everything. And it's like you know Mondo is going to be the one topping the Horseman for me if right. this works. So yeah, I'm pumped for that one. And I knew you were going to say Battle Cat. And that's why I didn't <laughs> say Battle Cat. <laughs> well, what you got? What you got? Well, real quick first, talking about Battle Cat. Yes, I am really looking forward to Battle Cat, even though I was not able to pre-order one. Mm-hmm. Um, I did see... Not dragging anybody through the mud, no judgment, but I did see a guy post that... Because of the quality control issues on He-Man, he has canceled all his pre-orders. 
for Mondo upcoming, and that included his Mondo Battle Cat. Mm-hmm. Um, I think everybody should cancel their pre-order on Battle Cat <laughs> because if a ton of people do, because they got to be in production already. So yeah. hopefully then I can get like a nice in stock sale mm-hmm. of Battle Cat because all these guys canceled theirs and I'll be able to pick one up direct from Mondo. <laughs> that would be great. So if you guys could all cancel yours, that would uh, be awesome. I love this thinking that you got here. I love ah. it. <laughs> or I guess if anybody has an extra Battle Cat, brother mm-hmm. eh, that'll work too. I'll track one down. One way or another. Uh, but yeah, Battle Cat's definitely a must. I got it. I got to get Battle Cat. I got to get Shiro. I will. But for me, so my most anticipated release taken, once I took Battle Cat off the table, knowing Sean as I know him so well, <laughs> uh, I got to say the Necronominous Wave from oh, Mythic Legion. Specifically, that uh, that ghoul builder, undead legion builder pack, yeah, and the the Terpicoli, that mm-hmm. crazy bone forearmed creature. So, as crazy as it sounds, that one is not on my list of worrying that I have to get that one. I've got it. Those are the two I have to get. Okay, from that wave. It's so good. I've got skeletons. Yeah. I'd love more skeletons. Of course. Don't get me wrong. But, like, I don't have a Terpicoli. I never could come that. up with a Terpicoli. Yeah. But I have to have one. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, it just, it's such a crazy looking monstrosity. Oh. You know, <laughs> I, I love my creatures. I love my beasties. Sure. Like, I'm gonna pick up that that um, that ghoul chick just because she comes with those bone creatures. I don't. I'm not even too interested in her, mm-hmm. but she comes with that that bone chimera and the rattlesnake and and the bird, a bird, yeah. yeah. And so, like, I, a lot of times it's that kind of stuff for me. Mm-hmm. It's the stuff I can't get anywhere else. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, Terpicoli and that Undead Builder are my two tops. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, the Undead one I, I'm pumped over because that one I love for the fact that if you have other pieces, like I have a couple torsos I'm not doing anything with, or I have a couple of like crotch pieces yeah. I'm not doing anything with, so then I can just adapt those into two or three of those for that's Keep cool. So I love it for that reason. I think I'm supposed to keep going. Um, I do like it. I, I do like that. <laughs> and he's back anyway. I don't have to. I don't have to do this. <laughs> it's the beauty of actually having my collection out. I can just go and grab stuff. That's true. So yeah. So I picked up this head, um, just randomly from one of the sites, and I didn't know what I was gonna do with it. But then once they showed oh, yeah, yeah, that yeah. undead builder in that translucent with mm-hmm. those translucent body parts, I'm like, mm-hmm. done. Yeah, I just need that body, 
this head and it's going to be amazing. I don't have to do anything. Yeah. Stick the head on. So I, I'm probably actually going to end up getting two of those just so I have enough pieces to do what I want. Mm-hmm. I, I, I've become the kind of person with that line where I, I fall for the Legion builders more than I fall for the name characters. Like yeah. if you look at what's on my shelves, I do have named characters, but a majority of what you'll find is Legion builders on my shelves because I love that those aren't uh, a narrative. Those those don't have character bios and stuff. So the fact that if I want this to be something else, I can still play in my own sandbox like that. Not completely. Oh, sorry guys. Oh, I just blew everyone's ears out. I couldn't get to the mute button fast. <laughs> oh. No, I completely agree. It's a great it's a great line. Lots of possibilities. Mm-hmm. So now let's take a look at some of our viewers' answers. All right. Put this in a few different places. I saw the Instagram post, and then you did it on the Legend Audi page. Instagram's always the one I have the hardest time tracking down for some reason. There we go. Nope, not that. I hate Instagram. Uh, There it is. Yeah, so we'll start on Instagram. We got one. Well, we had... Uh, Colin Culp of Toll Culprits fame calling me out on Instagram because <laughs> I'm a very lazy Instagrammer. I just have everything like pork from Facebook. Mm-hmm. So all the pictures always look weird and cut off and I'm sure there's something I could do but really don't care for Instagram that much. I just know <laughs> our viewers like it. Mm-hmm. Uh, so he called me out on that about my image skills. Uh, but Photog Gaming did actually answer mm-hmm. in his uh, movie of the year. Well, first he says he's looking forward to our new episode, and Happy New Year. Happy New Year, Photog Damon. Happy New Year. Uh, his movie was a tie with Glass Onion mm-hmm. and the Banshees of Inisherin. Haven't heard of it. I tried watching that the other night. That's uh, Colin Farrell... And Brandon Gleason and uh, I loved them in in Bruges uh, uh, like years ago, but yeah. I couldn't get into that one for the hour of the night that I was trying it. So then I ended up tr- turning it off probably in like twenty minutes into it, unfortunately. But yeah. I, I still like those two, so I'm, I might go back and still keep watching it and see what happens. Though uh, his TV show was The Offer, which I have not heard of. Neither have I. Maybe look that up while I keep going here. Yeah. There we At least give a little shout out. Uh, Masterverse figure, he went with King Grayskull. Origins, he said Whiplash. Both solid choices, for sure. Uh, his favorite pickup was a Hellspawned He-Man custom, which I'm sad he didn't send pictures of. Uh, please feel free to drop those and tag us in, Botog. Uh, uh, his favorite moment, he said, that's too hard. So he'll just stay Stallone 
and Tulsa King chewing it up. <laughs> I did not see that. Did you see Tulsa King? No, the stuff he's referencing, I think, is Paramount Plus stuff because the offer is on Paramount Plus. Uh, and I don't have that subscription service. But right, right. the offer is actually like a show that goes behind the scenes of how The Godfather was made. Oh, okay. And it's nice. uh, Miles Teller. Um, and let's see, Matthew Good is in it too. Gino Temple and Giovanni Ribisi. All right. And Colin Hanks as well. Good cast. So, right, yeah. Uh, and his most anticipated 2023 release is Indiana Jones and the Dial of Destiny. Hmm. I am not going to get my hopes up. <laughs> but that's just me. I, I I I remember sitting through Crystal Skull in the theater and yeah. so pissed off that I lost that hour and a half or whatever it was of my life because it just it, everything that Last Crusade left on such a good note exactly with being extinguished in that movie through the entire thing. But there was somebody um, I don't remember who it was now. There was somebody on Facebook that posted recently and said um i i don't see what everybody's problem is about indiana jones because uh, how many how many college professors are in their 80s and they still won't retire and all this stuff and it's like it's just like every college yeah. professor you ever hated you know like why wouldn't they keep it going but i, I just know, like, i don't i don't think i need i don't think i've ever needed another harrison ford indiana jones I know that's probably sacrilegious to say, but like you said, the first three ending with Last Crusade, I was good. They ride off into the sunset. Yeah. Like, how, how much of a better send-off can you give a character who's based on serial movies from the 30s and 40s right. riding off into the sunset with his father and his friends right. knowing that they saved the day at the end and the Nazis yeah. didn't win and all that stuff? You know what I mean? And anything, if, if you want to, because to me, Indiana Jones is so, like you said, it's so period. It is those serials done on a big budget. Mm-hmm. So you, to me, you can't take him to the 50s. It doesn't work. It uh, You know, it's you don't want that aging professor. No. You don't want that, you know... You don't want well, greasers and diners and all that. Like, that's not... It, it's kind of like the Justice Society of America. Like, they exist in that time frame. And that's where they work. You take them out, it's just weird. Well, it so just keep them there. If you're going to do anything, recast and keep it in that era. Make mm-hmm. it a period piece and be done with it. I... I'll see Dial of Destiny, but I'm not sure I need it. The hardest part for me with that character is it's it's so much of everything we know about him already. And when you start taking away some of those things and start peeling it away like an onion, I guess, it, it has that, like, you're seeing things that were quintessential to that character slowly not making sense anymore so you're seeing 
you know, like the, the girls in his in his college class were writing "Love yeah. You" on their eyelids when they blink at him in Raiders of the Lost Ark, and then he's becoming the 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 cranky old professor that nobody wants because he's such a hard ass on people. And it's like it's weird to see the transition. I'm I'm somebody who always says I want to see the story continue, but there is this element of I want to see the story continue in a way where it's valid. And I feel like they've been making him more and more invalid in the last movie. And now this one looks even more like he's going to show up, cause some trouble and probably need somebody to rescue him to get him out now. Right. And that is not my Indiana Jones. Indiana Jones is, I'm just making this up as I go along. And then he goes and does something else, you know, or whatever. Exactly. So I, I yeah, it, there is this, I'm, I'm, very cautiously optimistic. Very cautiously. It looks better than Crystal Skull from the trailer. I have not I've not watched the trailer. I've not looked at pictures. I've I'm doing my usual. I'm gonna just put blinders on and we'll see what happens after the opening credit. Here here's one thing I will say though, because my wife and I both love those movies and we've tried to get the kids to watch them and the kids don't want anything to do with it. They get bored or whatever. Yeah, and every time there's a like there's talk of a new one, that's one of the movie series we can go. Hey, this is coming out, and I showed her the trailer the other day. And, and come to think of it, that and Guardians of the Galaxy three are actually that I'm looking forward to probably more than Indiana, to be honest. But oh, yeah. um, she was watching the trailer with me, and she just goes, "Oh my god, he's so old now," and I'm like. That does not help this franchise, and it doesn't right. help That's him. And uh, they de-age him even in one scene. It looks like something that was like an outtake yeah. from Raiders. But then that's going to make me look at that and go, I miss that. I don't right. need the old. I want him in his 40s and you know late 30s, early 40s, right. punching out Nazis and hearing it sound like a freaking cannon blast when he punches people like the old days. So, yeah. That's what I'm saying. I, I agree completely on that one. All right. Next up, we head into the Legends of Grayskull podcast group. Uh, David Clark, good friend of the show. Yeah. Uh, his favorite movie, Top Gun. Uh, still haven't seen that. Neither have I. <laughs> <laughs> favorite TV show, Spy X Family. That I don't know either. Let me look. Is it e uh, yeah, Spy, I don't know, Spy Times Family, Spy X Family. Uh, his favorite Masterverse figure was Zodak, also his favorite Motu character. His favorite Origins was Buzz Off. Uh, favorite pickup of 2022, this one I'm jealous of. He got that Eternia Collection Blu-ray set from Germany. Mm. That's that. I got to get that set. That looks beautiful. Um, his favorite moment of 2022 was when Mattel listened to the fans and gave us a made-to-order Grizzlar figure. That was very good on Mattel's part, a good moment. Mm -hmm. uh, and his most anticipated release, um, he's just curious if they'll give us a proper Snake Mountain or if it will end up as pink as the initial prototype. Um, I think it's going to be that pink. Because mm -hmm. I know we said the same thing when Origins Grayskull was revealed, and we're like, "Is it going to be that green?" Mm -hmm. And it was. Yeah. So, 
It still looks like a cool set, but yeah, I agree a little bit. Anything on Spy Family? Spy, Spy X Family. It, it is Spy X Family. It is in, in. It's a manga series, and it's. I guess it's an anime. Yeah. Okay. And I, I've never even heard of it until he brought it up. So there you go. What genre does it say? Um, Logline. Story follows a spy who has to build a family to execute a mission, not realizing that the girl he adopts as his daughter is a telepath, and the woman he he agrees to be in a marriage with is a skilled assassin. All right. That's what. That's what the about in Wikipedia at least said about it. So, yeah, nice. I don't. I don't hardly ever watch anime. So, not too much. No. World. But if it's good, it's good. Yeah. I might check out some of those stuff. Uh, next we got Curtis Eckerman. Oh my god. Curtis Eckerman. He's stooping low with us. <laughs> I thought Jesse was going to be on the show. He's trying to suck up to him. Uh, his favorite movie was The Batman. Uh, favorite TV show, House of the Dragon. Still haven't uh, watched that one. I'm sorry. Game of Thrones disappointed me too bad. That last season was that. I'm I'm sticking to it. That last season was that bad. I want nothing to do with the franchise. I I'm 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 hearing they know what they did coming out of your mouth. Everything that you're saying from this point on. (laughs) It's. I know a lot of people have been able to look past that, but like that was such a letdown ending. I mean, I mean, it was bad on all accounts. That whole last season was just bad. So I just I I can't I can't commit to them again. Uh his best masterverse figure was also the new Eternia of Zodak. His origins figure was Snake Armor He Man. Oh yeah I forgot his favorite pickup was his ramen toys Quicksilver. Oh. Uh that definitely looks like if you're a Silverhawks fan I'd say that ramen toys is the way to go. Mm-hmm. I like what they're putting out better than what Super Seven is going to. Oh, yeah. Uh, his favorite moment was the Wolf King Customs breakout session at Legion's Con. I've heard a lot of good things about that. I couldn't be there. I'll say it before Sean rubs it in again. Uh, and his most anticipated release is also the Mondo Battle Cat. Oh, you know, right. I swear he said he's dropping Mondo. Don't you say that like once every other week? I I mean, I, I feel like he's one of those people that is usually saying, if they don't do this right, I'm done with it. Or he's going to devote more Mythic Legion space to it, maybe, is possibly what it is. But, yeah, it, I mean, he's he's also somebody who has fighting words that flat out says, uh, Mondo versus Classics, come at me, bro. You know? <laughs> <laughs> and... and <laughs> For me, I didn't have a leg to stand on yeah. not having a single Mondo figure until yesterday. I just, I, I can't <laughs> even put them in the same category. It's hard enough for me to do Origins versus Classics. So. Yeah. All right, we got Jay Gravat. I probably pronounced your name wrong, Jay, but we love you. Pride of Grace Gold on Instagram. No? Uh, his favorite movie was also The Batman. I didn't huh. see this movie. Uh, his favorite TV show was Star Trek Strange New Worlds. I think that's the animated one. 
I could be wrong. I haven't followed Star Trek. Uh, yeah, I think that's that's the animated one because I think the other one is um, Picard. Well, there's Picard, and then there's one that has Pike as the main character. Yeah, and that's like um, Star Trek Origin. That might be Strange New Worlds, actually. Classics. Star Let me Trek look it classics. up real quick because that's gonna bug me. I think Strange New Worlds is the animated Star Trek Discovery. Is Discovery with Pike? No, Pike is Strange New Worlds, yeah. That is the Pike one? That is the Pike one. What's the animated one? The animated one, I think, is Discovery. I thought that, or Discovery is the other live-action one? The one that came out before Picard? Uh, Oh, no, no, that is the one. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I I am not. Hey, I guess if you're a Star Trek fan right now, it's a good time. Like, if you're a Star Trek fan, you're yelling at your podcast app, going, "You guys don't know anything," and that is why we are not a Star Trek podcast because nope. I got nothing on this. This one. is that Legends of the Enterprise. Yeah, <laughs> um, I've enjoyed next. I enjoyed Next Generation in the movies, and everything else is kind of there. Uh, I haven't mean to look at Picard, though, but I have not had a chance to. But his favorite Masterverse figure was the new Eternia Stratos. I haven't even seen him yet, besides Jay's picture, and he looks fabulous. Uh, The best Origins figure, he went with Camo Khan. His favorite pickup was Eternia, and he knows he's cheating, (laughs) but he did pay for it. In 2022. True. So. Uh, favorite moment of 2022. He got to go back to his old job with a raise. Congrats, Jay. Um, I know cool. how scary the job market can be. So I'm glad it all worked out for you. Yeah. Uh, and his most anticipated release is the Origins Snake Mountain. You're still looking up Star Trek stuff, aren't you? Well, I just, because I know what one you're talking about, the animated one, and it's not Lower Decks, because that one I know of, it's Star Trek Prodigy. No, I think Lower Decks is what I was thinking of. Oh, well, there's another one, Star Trek Prodigy, where it's a CGI. Um, It it actually, it might be done by the same team that does the He-Man show, from the animation style I've seen. It's very similar with that style, so... Oh, but I haven't I, seen that I, one. The I, one I've I, seen is is more two D kind of. That one's lower decks. Yeah, lower. Yeah, decks. It's, it's the almost I'm like they're Family Guy characters or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yep, that's the one I'm thinking of. Yep. Uh, okay. Next, we had Jessica Dooch jumped <laughs> in. Uh, she says that her favorite movie was Sing Two. I don't think that came out in 2022, honey. My wife. This is my wife. I wasn't calling Sean, honey. Just so everyone knows. Hmm. Uh, her favorite TV show was Wednesday. It just get done watching that. That was a, that was enjoyable. Sing two was twenty twenty one, but I'm not gonna cut. I'm not gonna split hairs about that one. Yeah, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna tell well, her I, that. I'm just saying. I want to get. Her best. Origin, or sorry, best Masterverse figure is was Sunman, actually. And she actually asked me why I didn't have him. Oh. Um, 
you liked the way he looked. That's cool. I mean, hey, I mean. And the Masterverse figure, I will say, if I was going to pick up a Sunman, it'd be the Masterverse. Mm-hmm. Where he's actually got, like, the wings mm-hmm. translucent and everything. So, that is the best Sunman out there. Uh, her best Origins figure is Orko. <laughs> Technically got a re-release okay. this past year. So, good job, honey. Uh, her, <laughs> her favorite pickup of 2022 was Felix, who is our black and white cat that we found <laughs> under a shed oh, out geez. in the country. So, I love it. <laughs> Uh, her favorite moment was also purchasing our house. Sure. Uh, and her most anticipated release in 2023 is Ginny in Georgia, which is a really good show, actually. Like it's mother daughter dramedy um, on Netflix, I want to say. Season two is dropping soon. I think it dropped today, actually. Hmm. Um, but yeah. If you liked, uh, like Gilmore Girls, it'd be kind of in that vein. Gotcha. Okay. Which I'm not gonna lie, I enjoy Gilmore Girls. Well, Sam used to be on that show before he went uh, with Dean to go hunt supernatural things. See if yeah, people hunting things. His name was Dean. His name was Dean. Yep. <laughs> That's hysterical. It and was we like- had um, my uh, Milo Ventimiglia. Yeah, from Heroes. Yep, that's where his career started there. And This Is Us, I think it is, right? Which I've never seen a single episode of that. Yeah, he was the dad on This Is Us. That started really strong. Uh, All right, and then we got our Legend Dottie group. Mm -hmm. Um, So we start off with Jacob Hicks, his favorite movie. Was the Batman? I've got to watch this thing. <laughs> uh, favorite TV show? He said uh, Moon Knight on Disney Plus. Hmm. Um, I enjoyed it. Uh, best Masterverse figure was the Shira. Uh, I'm definitely got to pick her up. She was a good Masterverse figure. Uh, best Origins figure was Grizzlor. Uh, his favorite pickup is not Masters related. But it's a Marvel legend of Iron Man snapping his fingers. Uh, he did not give us a favorite moment. But his most anticipated release, much to Sean's chagrin, is the Snake Men. Uh, yeah, well, what you going to do? 2023 is going to be the year of the snakes. Eh, they can have it. <laughs> I got other stuff going on. I got I got Mondo Battle Cat and a deluxe Skeletor showing up. and. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm even. I told you earlier today, and, and Jesse, but I'm, I'm eyeing up that Mezco one twelfth, uh, the the teen, teenage mutant yeah. turtles that they just showed for pre order. It's like I got stuff. I'm not worried about Snake Man right now. <laughs> and all my stuff is like you know freaking mortgage worthy, which sucks. So yeah. Hmm. Uh, next up, we got Jay Mack, longtime friend of the show. Uh, his favorite movie was the Del Toro Pinocchio. I have not seen that. I actually forgot about that until he mentioned it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, likewise. I 
Oh, I will. I will give a shout out though for TV show Del Toro put out a show called Cabinet of Curiosities on Netflix last year, and uh, my wife started watching it, and she's like, "Oh, you want to check it out?" And we watched like a few episodes so far. That is freaking great. It's a it's an anthology show, so every episode is something different at least. So if you liked one, you might not get the next one being as good as the other or whatever, but he brings in all of these talents that he appreciates. Right. It's like it's almost like Twilight Zone, but he's at the wheel. So it's a little more disturbing and a little more creepy than Twilight Zone might have gotten. Hmm. That's interesting. Netflix. Check it out if you get a chance. For sure. Yeah, I'll have to take a look at that. Uh, TV show, The Orville. He says, I know it didn't release this year, but I enjoyed it late. Uh, no worries here. Uh, Masterverse figure was the new Eternia Skeletor. That's a good one. Mm-hmm. Uh, his origins pick was Web Store. His pickup, and this one threw me, I actually had to ask him what it is, was the Noble Barch. Oh, so, I know. Do you know what a noble barch is? It's this guy right here. The noble barch. Okay, so it's just me? Mythic Legions. Yes, I yeah. asked him, what's a noble barch? Uh, and the, he says, the Mythic Legions Ogre Scale Accessory Pack. And it gained that nickname for its designer, Nate Barch. Yep, yeah, Nate. So, uh, and I, I don't have it completely accessorized, but Nate created the alternate head, which is on here. Aldrin's, and then he comes with this huge, um, actually, I do have the head of it here. This is his hammer, the head of the hammer, with the wildebeest heads on either side. Um, so yeah, it, it's, it's, it's another one of those, like, this, this is definitely one yeah. of my, if I had to do a top 10 list, this would be my, one of my top 10s for 2022, because I just think this is great, so... No, it's they a let me I just didn't more. know the cool kids lingo like everyone else did. <laughs> I missed that meeting. Um, and then he said his favorite moment was PowerCon. And, and his most anticipated is the House of the Noble Bear wave. Me too. in november Uh, like um for me personally that's just my happy spot that's my favorite uh faction in mythic legions right next to uh sons of the red star which right it's always uh they'll probably go hand in hand because they're splendor factions maybe um so you know i i would love to see what they do with that 2.0 scapular 2.0 atlas maybe who knows and then more barbarians, more bounty hunters, and scum and villainy. Bring it. I'm all about it. Nope. Completely agree. Uh, going to be a fun. Uh, next up, we got Skelly Vader. Uh, and he says that his favorite movie was Nope. I'm assuming that's actually a movie and him not saying he's not going to pick one. No, that was the, the latest, uh, what's his name, Jordan uh, Jordan Peele movie. Oh, okay. And 
I'm trying to think. I, I know Michael Wincott was in it from uh, The Crow and from uh, 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 Three Musketeers, the, the Disney one and all that stuff. Oh, yeah. And he was in Prince of Thieves. He was a uh, guy of Gisborne in that one. Um, gotcha. But, yeah, that one. That's a, It's legit. <laughs> okay. Uh, his favorite TV show was Seinfeld. He says, seriously, the family and I started watching it again. It's great. <laughs> uh, his best Masterverse figure was the 87 movie Skeletor. You know, he technically hasn't gotten him in the mail yet. He's in his big bad toy store pile of loot. Um, his best Origins figure was Mantena, which I can completely agree with. He is a solid figure. Mm-hmm. Uh, his favorite pickup was his vintage Snake Mountain. His favorite moment was winning two amazing prizes from Legends of Grayskull podcast. You guys can too. Just pay attention, subscribe, click all those buttons, join us mm-hmm. on our lives. We give lots of stuff away. Yeah. Uh, and his most anticipated release is the Masterverse 2 bed and the Origin Snake Mountain. And, yep, last up, we got Jason Torrance, another longtime fan of the show. Yeah. He says, hi, guys. Happy New Year. I hope everyone had a safe and happy New Year. We did. I did. I hope you did, too, Jason. Happy New Year, Jason. We appreciate you because, man, that, he answers almost everything. He does. He, it's always. Well, a lot of these guys that we can always count on. Absolutely. Uh, he says his favorite movie, Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness. And he does qualify. To be fair, he watched very few this year. <laughs> don't apologize. That was a really good movie. Mm. I don't care what Jesse says. <laughs> uh, his favorite TV show was The Terminal List. Another one I've never heard of. Uh, he also has honorable mentions to Pennyworth and the Revelation Part 2. Is Pennyworth, is that following Batman's butler? Yeah. He, and they actually, when, when I, I want to say it was when, when Discovery, when they did the Warner Brothers Discovery thing, yeah. they actually went back and changed the name of that show because it was called Pennyworth for like at least the first couple seasons. Or I don't know how many seasons it is, but when it started out, it was just Pennyworth. Then they yeah. changed it to Pennyworth, the origin of Batman's butler. Because I don't, reasons. I don't know. All I knew was when, when I heard <laughs> yeah. that, I was like, well, that's a, that's a fun way of making you feel kind of like you're stupid trying to watch something. If you already knew what the show was, but now they have to hand feed it to you, you know, spoon feed right, it. Right. So. Hey, not enough people are watching. Stick Batman on it. Yeah. Basically, if it says Batman, it'll sell. <laughs> and it will. <laughs> uh, where were we? Best Masterverse figure was the Beast Man. I'm assuming he means the new Eternia. Yeah. Uh, his favorite Origins figure was Buzz Off. His favorite pickup was the San Diego Comic Con Masterverse He Man in Skeletor 40th anniversary set. Mm hmm. Um, his favorite moment was the Phillies playoff run. 
And his most anticipated release is uh, Masters of the Universe Revolution. And, of course, his Philadelphia Eagles Super Bowl championship t-shirt that he's buying custom made because they are going to lose in the first round of the playoffs. Oh, here we go. You guys struggled against the Bears. And I'm a Bears fan. You should have beat us single-handedly if you guys were as great as you're supposed to be. Sports ball. Sports ball. (laughs) Uh, He also had a question. He was, also, I was wondering what your thoughts are on the Masterverse comics coming out in February. I found the prequel comics very hit or miss, so I'm hoping these will be better. I look forward to hearing your thoughts on it. And thank you for taking the time to make the podcast. Whether working or walking my dog, it is always a fun listen. I look forward to another great year of shows. Thank you very much. Yes. Uh, We look forward to a year. It's going to be a solid year. Don't worry. We got you guys this year. Uh, Yeah, I think we talked a little bit about this. And I think it's going to come down to the execution. I think Mm -hmm. it's basically what we decided. Mm Mm-hmm. Looks anthology. Looks like they're going to be jumping around. If they can just do just fun stories and no big things, I'm going to be good with it. If they try to do another end of everything, death of this, destruction of that, like, eh. Let's just let He-Man and Skeletor in various incarnations duke it out for a few issues. Yeah. I I I gotta say I'm I'm slightly worried because Tim Seeley is writing that one and I know Tim Seeley already has you know he he's got his um, history with the fandom on the org as well as uh, he he worked on the um, Injustice Masters of the Universe and he also did the uh, Masters of the Multiverse. Uh, book that we both were just like, what the hell is happening here? Yeah. And when I think of that one, that makes me the most like, okay, because basically it sounds like let's do a similar idea, but instead of it being a a race against time against this evil He-Man killing other He-Men off, it's now here's Sorceress and Zodak going around and multiverse jumping and seeing what is another multiverse He-Man. Right. And that for me is a little like, I'm, I'm already like, why do we need to do that kind of a story when they just did that story previously? That was the last comic series that we've gotten. Uh, and now over at Dark Horse, they're supposed to start again fresh. They did do the pre. Uh, I'm sorry, the pre uh, prequels for Revelation yes. was the last one we got. So I'm sorry about that. But that wasn't all that amazing. And then we have this one, and I'm just like, this like one I at said, least the art is something that I'm like, ooh, I want to I want to check it out because um, the artwork at least is is going to be interesting, but. Tim Seeley working on this makes me nervous only because I know how he writes when I've, I got to talk to him the one time. Yeah. And that just makes me go like, if you're going to do this again, where it's going to be like, you did not build up an ending properly. And then the ending just happens 
and it's a deus ex machina kind of thing, I'm going to be like, I'm just, if you're attached to it, I don't need to read it from that point on. See, I think that's what I'm saying. Because if they are just these self-contained, like, this issue is New Eternia He-Man Skeletor. This issue is, you know, the Battle Armor He-Man and Jitsu. Where it's like, because we know Tim just starts writing and things start publishing. Yeah. And then he kind of decides before the final issue is printed, maybe he figures out how things end. Mm -hmm. But if it's just a single issue, single story, that won't matter. Here's here's the thing though the the preview pages that we've seen were all the preview pages and, and maybe I'm wrong if I'm wrong I'm I'm completely fine with that. The, I thought the preview pages that we saw, which had the battle armor he man, but then they had um, the Zodak pages and all that stuff, and then yep. there was something else. Like I feel like there was some other things, and I thought that was all the first issue. Because they only just a little while ago started showing off the, the covers to issue two. Because that has a Battle Armor He-Man on the cover. And I forget what the alternate cover to that one is. But there is a part of me that's like, I feel like it's going to be more jumping around just based on the preview pages that we've seen. I could be wrong. I don't know. I don't know what they said specifically. Well, I think the the Zodak Sorceress, I think that's going to be like... like that's the, the through the, line. The rap rap. Yeah. Yeah, so that'll probably be like, you know, the beginning and the end of each issue, Yeah, you know, which I'm fine with. And I actually like that they're, I mean, there's obviously three different stories there. There's the Zodak Sorceress, there's the New Eternia thing, and then the Battle Armor He-Man thing. Mm -hmm. And you can tell that from the different things. I took it as they're going to be separate issues. Because that's how I would do it. I would just, I'd do this, and then I'd do this. And then have the Zodak Sorceress be the bridge between those. Well, But I don't know if it's specifically said. I, I agree with that, but I've also heard they're going to have uh, uh, Sergio, er, I think it's Argones, that created a Gru the Barbarian back in mm -hmm. like the 80s. He's going to be doing a version of He-Man where it's a more comedic, like like a Gru the Barbarian version of He-Man. And there's some other stuff. So it's like, okay, in one issue, are we getting all these different versions? And it's almost like they're just peeking into these windows and getting at like four pages of this is what this He-Man does. Because the whole, the whole concept, if I remember right, is Zodak is questioning whether Adam deserves to wield the power... Yeah. And the sorceress is kind of taking him with her. He's, he's going through the multiverse and she's there along for the run and explaining why that that's why he should be the, the one with the power. Right. But I feel like that concept then could bleed all over the place into things that maybe it won't have a focused story the way that we would like it to be. And it's almost going to be vignettes with here's this version of He-Man and then it's right. going to look at her and checklist. Okay. Yeah, S scratch this one off the list. You are wrong, sorceress. And then the next one, oh, you might have something there. And then the next one, it just feels like that's kind of why this this premise. Until I get to read a first issue, I'm not as excited for it as yeah. I wish I could be because I would just like to see like a new attorney a comic because there are different things in that mythology. Sure. 
that we aren't used to. Like, I mean, heck, we we found out Jitsu is a good guy in that version. Well, that's different. Why? How did that work? I'm not saying I like it. I'm just saying, yeah, no. I, if I, you're going to start switching, switching, you know, from good to bad and bad to good, that's interesting. So let's get into what that's about. And I feel like this is just going to be more of the multiverse kind of vibe, which. I, I I was okay with it the first issue, and I liked the 2000X issue, but I just was not as excited for that book the way that I was crossing my fingers I was. I, I, I completely agree, too. And it's, it's all going to come down to the execution. I think this one's got the better chance, but we'll see what, it ha- what happens. And I mean, it could even be them digging into you say uh, you know Zodax and be like oh no look this one messed up so Adam shouldn't have the power maybe they're not even going into like that maybe they're going like the power level disparity we're like now we have new Eternia He-Man and say he's not Adam He's just a barbarian from the jungle. And maybe it's more of that. Like, why does, why is this version of He-Man like the strongest or what should he have the most power Mm -hmm. and kind of getting into that, that we've talked about before about, you know, you go from this to this, you know, to filmation where he's just a super powerhouse to, you know, all that. So, I mean, it's interesting stuff. Uh, there's lots of ways they could take it, but it's all going to come down to execution for me, especially, like Sean said, with Tim Seeley's track record. Um, I'm trying to find see. more info on it, and unfortunately I'm not finding it fast enough. But, yeah. yeah I don't know if they're, like I said, I don't know if anything specifically said, you know, is this one issue? Is this two? Are these preview pages? You know, I don't think we have those answers. Uh, I don't. I don't know. I'm. I, I just. It. It's the weirdest thing about about it, and I've said it how many times, but it still rings true even in 2023 for me right now. It's like the the stuff that gets me excited about the brand might not necessarily be the stuff that's out there entertaining people that aren't into the brand and just getting that glimpse of it through media the way that the the way that non fans are are getting into it. Um right. and, and, and it's it's not a snobbery thing or whatever. It's it's just, you know, in certain cases I would just like to that's why I like the CGI. I like it that I don't know all the answers. It makes me show up knowing I don't know all the answers. I want to see this story continue. But when it comes to some of the other stuff, it's like this feels like it's a one and done kind of a situation and I don't really need that. I'd like something that continues and I'd like it to be a solid story that's being told that makes me invested. And you know, it, it's like it if it's a stunt comic if it's a stunt story like that, that's going to make me just go like, okay, so now we have another mini series. Well, now, you know, then what, you know, and then you got to wait for the next mini series. That's like masters are better than mini series. They, they, they were called mini comics, but we don't yeah. need mini series all the time. We could do like a, 
you know, do a 12 issue story arc and go crazy, you know? I mean, that's just me, but. I will say, uh, real quick, I do have some more info, but just real quick here. The, the thing with me is, going back to it, is one of my favorite episodes, I think it was actually the new Batman Adventures, the second animated series, you know? And they had an episode where the kids were telling the different stories mm-hmm. of Batman. You remember the episode. Everyone mm-hmm. It was a great episode, right? Yeah. They do an ep- they do a little story where it's like set in like that sixties campy Joker giant pan- pianos mm-hmm. and all this. And then they do a little bit of the Dark Knight Returns. And I think there was a third story in there. Maybe it was just the two. But like that's what I'm envisioning for this. Of mm-hmm. what it could possibly be. It's like, okay, this could be our chance to just like a peek at this, a peek at that. If it's well done, it could be good. Mm-hmm. I think I think this is again, I think it stands where it could fall if they try to tie it into something bigger. Like just leave it at that. Um, and real quick here, uh, from Dark Horse's own page, Masters of the Universe, Masterverse number one. In the depths of Grayskull, the Sorceress and Zodak debate the value of He-Man. Uh, the Sorceress must take this cosmic enforcer on the tour of the multiverse. First, a tour across a world where a dim, barbaric He-Man bumbles through a world of annoying warrior goddesses and bore demons as he's pursued by a hunger green tiger in a tail-drawn by the legendary Sergio Aronis. Then I stop in an Eternia where the power of Grayskull summons an entirely different warrior, where the power, where, in a horrific ghost story is illustrated by Kelly Jones. So yes, there will be two stories. Per and issue. both, like both of those are not even what they showed in the preview page. Kelly Jones has a very distinctive style and none of that stuff. Oh, that was not the so that battle armor He Man and Jitsu is another. It's it's issue. probably uh, and and the I think the second issue was the one that was just um, they showed the cover. It's got battle armor He Man on the cover, the new Eternia version. So yeah. maybe that's that issue. But again, that's also like I will okay be. if you're bracing for that one, and the first issue isn't even you don't even have the pages to show. That's not open either. Well, I think they do. I think the the Zodiac. I'm betting that parts, Tim Barbaric He Man. I think that's going to be the new Eternia pages that we've seen. Maybe, maybe I, I don't know. I thought it was the guy that did Gru. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe that. Maybe I have uh, the person that's working on that one confused with him. But when they said the legendary, and I thought it, they even mentioned it was Gru the Barbarian. I was like, well, now they're going to that. Which that's like a whole different feeling than what I want to have out of Masters, and then the dark stuff that Kelly Jones is doing—that that's nothing I've seen on anything so far for previews, right? So, um, but I will say, it does say that it is thirty-two pages. That's big for a comic. Usually, like, about 2022, if I'm correct. Yeah. Yeah. So, okay, they're packing two stories in, but it sounds like they're given some additional pages. Mm-hmm. So, hopefully, it won't be as 
truncated, like you're worried about. You know what I mean? Yeah, I, I don't know. Like it, it, it's still, I can't, I can't get around the fact that it still feels like a stunt, though, and that's part of why I don't think I'm embracing it the way that others might because I'm okay with like in an anniversary issue. Like I, I growing up, I, I had anniversary issues for like detective comics or action comics and stuff. And they had all these different uh, talents like Frank Miller, uh, Michael Golden and, and uh, Arthur Adams and all these people just contribute one way or the other to either the story or pinup work in the issue and it's all oh you know it's it's he it's uh, Superman's fortieth birthday because at that point he was forty in the eighties and yeah. all that. And when when I look at this, it's like it feels like that vibe. And those are nice for those characters that they're since nineteen thirty eight and all that stuff. That's you've got plenty of stories you've told since then. But in the case of this, I'm still like we're still on the comeback trail of trying to get a comic going with these with the with masters again and every time i feel like it's not holding up to the extent that i would love a comic series to be to hold its own on the shelves right now and it's stunt because you're bringing in these these artists some of which you haven't seen them do commercial art since the 90s like kelly jones i haven't seen his name attached to much since probably like batman when they did the what was it red rain if Batman was a legit vampire Elseworlds title and stuff like that. And I'm like, well, I don't really need to see what Kelly Jones would do with masters of the universe. I'd rather have just a story that starts from the beginning and goes through it and have an artist dedicated to that book and let, like Axel or whoever, cause he's done comic book artwork. Uh, you know, I, I, I don't know. I'm just, I'm, I'm kind of burnt out on that. I'd rather just see something where it's like, this is a legit master's comic. Enjoy. We're not going to pull it off the, off the shelves in 12 issues. We're trying to do two, two to three years worth of stories using this book. You know, it's like, that's just me. Kelly Jones still working. One lots in around 2008 to 2014 for DC. Uh, most recent Batman black and white in 2021. Okay. So, yeah, lots of stuff. He's still around, though. No, and I, I figure he's still around. I haven't kept. He hasn't. Yeah. He hasn't been a name that's popped out to me doing much since the '90s because that was like really big time for him. He was in a lot right. of different, like, uh, like he was into the dark and gothic kind of comics back in the '90s. And um, I, I, he's been probably more low key nowadays with his career compared to what it was back then, I guess. But man. And it's great. I mean, I'm not saying he doesn't deserve the work or anything. It's just, I don't know. I, I just don't want to see a patchwork of a story. I kind of just want to see, let's just do a story. Let's just have from beginning to end, tell a story in new attorney or whatever. And, but now yeah, let's see. Uh, issue number two, we've got, uh, the two stories in this one. First one is in a world where champions have fallen, a hard bitten Duncan and his partner Evelyn take on a strange kidnapping case in Man at Arms for Hire. So I haven't seen anything about that, but that sounds like it could be fun to me. 
Uh, and then the second story in that one is on the Harmony Sea, Adam, commander of the king's army, and the captured thief Jitsu search for the power to conquer eternity. So there's 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 those other pages pages that we've already seen. So I guess yeah, the Viking maybe the Viking one that we have seen is from that first issue, like you're saying. Yeah, I think it's that that's the dim witted barbarian. Probably because it does he does have that like cartoon network kind of vibe, like a Teen Titans Go kind of vibe to that version of He Man compared to other ones. We'll we'll see. I don't we'll have to wait and see. Yeah, when when when's the release dates on on the first issue? Does, does uh, February fifteenth. Oh, so just a month out. <laughs> Day after Valentine's Day. So. I I'll still look at it. It's not like I'm not going to read it or whatever. I do. I am. I am genuinely curious of what this is yeah. going to be. But I am so like, if this is going to turn into multiverse, where at the end it just turns into a cluster, I'm like, oh god, you're killing me twice. Then. So I'm saying, if Tim Seeley, when you listen to this episode, I know you listen to all our episodes. Yeah. Just don't try to bring them together. Let them be the one and done. Move on. That's where it's going to... Marvel's what if. Yeah. I don't know if we really talked about it, but like that's where it fell apart for me. Was I kept getting this feeling like they're going to try and bring all these together. Yeah. And sure enough, that final episode, oh, I got to assemble. And I'm like, no, that's not what what if is. Mm -hmm. It's just supposed to, same thing. It's what if there were zombies? What if, you know, Captain America was Peggy Carter? Mm-hmm. Like, and that's it. It's just one window. It's not yeah. a continued thing. Mm-hmm. So that's why I'm saying I can get behind what if everyone died and Man in Arms and Evil Lynn are left in a post apocalyptic eternity? Yeah. Yeah. Let's see it. Take a look at it. And then move on. That's what I'm hoping. Yeah. We'll see. I, I, I mean, the, again, even, even like, I don't know. It, it just, it's not, it's not getting me on that level, and I don't know why. I, I must, I must just be. I, I shouldn't have shaved my beard tonight. I'm That's, the old man here. I'm just like. Get off my lawn! Give me my master. And I'm not trying. I'm not trying to see if there is a version of it that is like this is the version that I have to have, or else it's no good. Because I I've found good things with Revelation. I found bad things with Revelation. CGI, 2000X, yep. Nation, whatever. I usually find something in there. So it's not like I'm a hater on everything, but I'm just everything I hear about this, it's like, I don't know. Cause think, the other problem too, is these, these little stories yeah. have this feeling of, okay, so we're going to get introduced to this version of Adam or this version of He-Man. Yep. We don't know much about this version of them. We're going to have to figure that out quickly within the, the however X amount of pages. Yep. And then they're going to judge him based on X amount of pages. And then that might lead me to go like, well, crap, I kind of want to see what more would happen with this one. And we're not going back there then. Or if they do like you're talking about, then I'm just going to be like, I can't do this. Like, I'll, I'll be throwing things against the wall because it's, 
there is a cool thing about, okay, we have the power. I know some people hate that. I don't mind that because of the idea of yeah. the playability. But the problem that I'm having is don't all of a sudden start doing Marvel crossover work with Masters when it's not even earned yet. You know, that's it's like that works within that universe because they built it since 2008 creating what we've got to this point. One comic book does not make a universe. You know, that's the other, it's like, uh, that's why I'm so nervous about it. it. There's too many, there's too many question marks and, there, and all the things that I'm asking questions about are making me go. Ugh. <laughs> so to answer your question, <laughs> we'll see when it get, we get it. Sean's definitely just got to read it before yeah. he's going to be able to judge it. And I'll tell you what, Jason, if I'm wrong, if I read the first issue and it actually works out that I, I enjoy it more, I'm happy to say that I was wrong. I'm not going to sit here and dig in on this if I know I enjoyed it. There you go. To yeah, be continued. <laughs> yeah. I think that's about it for this one. Yeah. We do want to thank you all for joining along with us. Everybody who sent in your uh, best of and everything. And yeah, looking forward to a strong 2023. Sean, you got anything? Happy New Year, folks. Uh, yeah. And uh, thanks for wishing us Happy New Year when you reached out and answered our questions uh, this time around. And thanks for sharing your answers because that actually made us have to google some stuff we've never even heard of before so it's kind of fun yep. to go hey this is out there and that's out there or whatever so yep. thank now you maybe for that throw some recommendations out there absolutely alright guys do me a favor click all down below there do all that stuff do your thing uh, we love you all and until next time I have the power now <laughs> <laughs> I have the power. <laughs> Happy New Year, you guys. Oh, come on. Oh, Oh!